Hey everyone, welcome to The Creep Off, also known as Kittens and Criminals. I hope that gets the women audience in. This podcast is a competition where these two hosts bring in a creep and try to convince you that they brought in the creepiest creep. Then you head over to the subreddit and vote for who can eat the most amount of pizza. Oh, that's why Vinny won this week. After five wins, the winner makes the loser spin the dreaded Wheel of Consequences, which includes funny consequences such as wearing Crocs to a live show or nuking your Twitter account by tweeting the N-word. Benny, we can probably remove that one from the board now. In a totally original idea, last week, the guys decided to do a Halloween spooktacular. I feel really gross after saying that. I'm going to go take a shower. That's all I got for this week. Tucker, out. Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Naughty, naughty. Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos. Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. My name is Vinny. The tower of power, too sweet to be sour. The people's champion. And joining me today, I got to tell you, he's one of my favorite people in the world, and he's having a rough time today, it feels like. And I'm not going to pile onto it because I want to have a good show. It's hot Carla, everyone. <laughs> what a weird introduction. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Good to see you, my friend. I know you're feeling down. No, I just don't care about football anymore. It doesn't matter. It's fine. You, you're like one of those kids who like a piece of their soul went missing because they found out Santa Claus wasn't real. Wait. When the Bills What's lost to the Jets yesterday, <laughs> yeah. you were just not having any fun. No, fun ended at that moment in my house. Well, I think that'll be great for our dynamic today. <laughs> you know, people even like sent me clips to fuck with you. Yeah. And I decided not to play it because that's how down wow. you seemed. You're such a sweetheart, Vinny. Wow. I don't I don't know why I deserve you. I guess I don't. <laughs> what a d- holy shit. I try to be a good guy to you for once. Well, I got big news before we get too far into the show. Okay, what's up? For the very first time on the creep off. Super Chat Monday. Oh, Super Chat Monday. That just rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? It certainly does. And if we ever do a show on a Tuesday, we could have Super Chat Tuesday. That sounds good. And if a Wednesday or whatnot. We get it. It works for any day of the week is my point. We get it. I'm about to play this jet shit. Fuck you. Um, um, yeah, so Super Chats. So what are we going to do? We're going to read them at the end? At the very end of the show, after right. the credits, we're going to read our Super Chats. Very cool. So uh, save them up and make them funny. Or not. Just ask us whatever you want. Yeah. Or tell us whatever you want. Yeah, that's fine, too. It's fine. We'll be there. Okay, Carl, is not to disrupt the usual dynamic of the show. Another reason for you to be bummed about. Here are the results from last week's episode. All right. Vinny has 93 votes to my six. <laughs> Uh, Carl. Winhausen for the Winhausen. This may have been a two count. You had both my shoulders on the mat. <laughs> but I no. kicked out. God damn I it. I kicked out. I thought I had a good one. The guy with the chainsaw and scaring little kids into traffic. I thought that was a good one. I want you to know something. Yeah. I listened back to the episode uh-huh. and I giggled and giggled again. The second time I heard story. it. It is, but it wasn't the winner. <laughs> it wasn't the winner. It you wasn't win. the winner. All right, so what's the score now? Is it four to three? It's four to three now. Okay, now, so I'm still on game point here. You're still on game point until we're, until you're not anymore. Right. So, folks, I let, out of the goodness of my heart, again, to make <laughs> Carl feel good, I let him pick the category this week. Well, well hold on a second. Let's say it like it, it is. You said, hey, got any ideas for a category? And if you're going to ask me. Then you got to take my answer. I did. I took your answer. And you did take my answer. Because once again, I, I, you know, I'm a nice guy. You're the greatest guy, Vinny. Thank um, you. 
We have a great topic today. What is it, Carl? Tell the people. We are doing the creepiest Chad. That's right. The creepiest person with the first name Chad. No, Carl. That's not what that means. No? No. Aren't okay. you familiar with uh, dictionary.com's definition? I am, actually. It's a slang term. It's used for a popular, confident, sexually attractive young white male. Yeah, I've been called a Chad quite a bit. I get it. No. no. When they call you it, they mean you're like you're dangling from something. Mm. Like it's never really, it's meant to be disparaging, actually. So, in other words, the answer is a Chad is a good looking guy who fucks a lot. Sure. All right. Do you want to get this round started? You're up first, buddy. I'm up first. Uh, ring the bell. I guess we'll get into it. Now, I know my back's up against the wall, and I'm going to do something I never wanted to do on this show. This is, to me, Putin dropping tactical nukes. My back is up against the wall. I didn't want to do this. But my Chad today is the chattiest Chad of all the Chads. Okay. There is no creepier Chad. This guy smashed puss alive and dead, and he's been dead since 1989 and still gets women wet. Okay. He was strapped into the electric chair. He's dead. My creep today, the chattiest Chad. It's fucking Ted Bundy. Oh, my. All right. I, I'm going to let you go ahead and present this one, Vinny. But wow, are you breaking the rules? Wow. Wow. You said previous Chad, and I looked you it up. You are breaking some fucking rules I looked rules it up. Right here. I looked it up. If people want to vote for you on this one, they can, but it's insane. This is insane. Okay, go ahead. Ted, who's Ted Bundy? What did he do? Well, <laughs> <laughs> who is Ted Bundy and what did he do? I'll just say this. If he was a wrestler, yeah. his gimmick name would be Gentleman Ted. Yes. He really was uh, a fucking charming guy. He was so charming, it was goddamn infuriating at times. But I'm not going to get into all of it because most of you know the story. But I'm going to tell you a couple of the finer points okay, just to great. have some fun with it. Uh, he was born in an unwed home for mothers in Burlington, Vermont. No one knew who his dad was. Fun fact. Okay. Uh, his mother told everybody that she was seduced by a soldier who was traveling through town. But many others have theorized that Ted is the son of his own grandfather and that his mother was the victim of sexual assault. Good looking guy, though. You know, I mean, usually incest doesn't create that. It's interesting. Yeah. You would think the extra chromosome skipped a generation here. I guess so. You should see his siblings. They just threw them in the barn. <laughs> Ted had a ton of girlfriends. In spite of the fact that for five years he mercilessly and viciously killed and raped at least 36 women across the United States. And the real number, those are the ones he confessed to. The real number is probably closer to 100. Okay. Now, he is the poster boy for American serial killers. I'm not going to spend all days on the details. But if there was going to be a serial killer calendar for true crime, yeah. Ted's on the fucking cover of this thing. The gals love him. The whining crime girls, oh my God. He began breaking the law as a kid, Carl. He was yeah. a kleptomaniac. Okay. Just like another Chad that I'm sure we're going to talk about breaking later. Breaking laws, huh? Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm listening. Uh, he used to uh, be a, an avid skier, and he used to go steal shit from the pro shops. Okay. And then he would also forge lift tickets so okay. he could go ride for fucking free. That's a Chad move. A That's a motherfucker with confidence. What a real monster this guy is. Jeez. He was also a uh, peeping Tom. Okay. Who used to like to go and peek in people's windows. Sure. And now who doesn't? He never admitted it, but a lot of people have put together the clues that his first victim Use was an words. eight-year-old girl okay. named Anne Marie Burr, who disappeared from her home in the middle of the night in nineteen sixty-one. Ted was fourteen at the time and lived a block away. Now, let me ask you this. Wasn't Ted pretty proud of himself? Very much so. Yeah, I thought he kind of confessed to all this stuff because he was kind of proud of himself for No, it. no. He, he he would tease that he knew a couple of things okay. that he didn't tell them. Right. He was one of those guys, same with uh, BTK. They just fucking yeah. talk and talk and talk. And by the way, Ted Bundy is insufferable. When he does start to talk, I should have just, if I had all goddamn day, I could have listened to these things and pulled clips of him just going on and on about how porn and heavy metal music made him do it. Yeah. Didn't he escape from prison? Everybody's fault but his. Didn't he escape from prison twice, though? Yeah, we're going to talk about That's it. That's pretty cool. Okay, and it is pretty cool. We're going to get to it. But I just want to point out a couple of things. This is how vicious of a guy he was. His first attack that they know of that he confessed to, Yeah, 18-year-old girl snuck into her basement bedroom window, ripped a metal rod from the bed frame, beat her to death with it, and rammed it in her vagina. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, 
This was in 1974 where he was a freshman at the University of Washington. See, this is before porn was all over the internet. People didn't really know how foreplay worked back then. They don't have the stores with all the nice silicone covers (laughs) for things. Exactly. Yeah, he just was like, get in there. So during the first half of 1974 at this school, female college students disappeared at the rate of about one per month. (laughs) That's alarming. (laughs) (laughs) Gentleman Ted was a fucking problem. Yeah. So here's what his modus operandi was, everybody. I just want you to know what he was doing. I'm not going to talk about all 36 of the fucking people we know he killed. But he would start with forcible late-night entry, followed by a violent attack with a blunt uh, blunt weapon on a sleeping victim. Okay. As he got used to it, he got really fucking brave, Carl. Yeah. He would use ruses designed to lure victims to the vicinity of his car, where he would have a weapon ready to go, usually a crowbar. He would hit him over the head with a crowbar. He would use props, Carl. Yeah. He would use a plaster cast, a sling. He would hobble on crutches. Nancy Pelosi's hammer. Sure. And he would try to get these women to come help him, just like in fucking uh, Silence of the Lambs. That's where they got that shit. Right. He was a good-looking guy. Yeah. Oh, could you help me? Women thought they were about to have a meat cute. <laughs> right. And they're fucking next thing you know, wham, fucking over the head with the crowbar into the fucking car. Once they were inside the vehicle, he would restrain them with handcuffs. He would rape them. Then he would uh, strangle them to death. Okay. Then take them to another location. And the women, they didn't want this, right? They weren't fans of the first part. They didn't want the rape or the strangulation? I can't say they didn't want it because I don't know and I don't want to king shame. (laughs) Exactly. I don't want to king shame. Either way. He would take him to a second site, ditch the clothes, and then ditch the body. So, like, he would separate all the stuff. He was pretty good at hiding the clues. He did this a lot. And here's an interesting story. This is one that I do want to highlight. Okay. Because this is how fucking bold and brazen this guy is. He was so goddamn fucking sure of himself. It's infuriating. A woman named George Ann Hawkins, she disappears while walking down a brightly lit alley between her boyfriend's dorm and her sorority house. Right in front of the door of the sorority house. Yeah. She disappears. The next morning, three Seattle homicide detectives and a criminologist comb the entire alleyway on their hands and knees looking for any types of clues where this girl disappeared to. Because they were very, very worried. All these women are disappearing. Now we got one who didn't come home. Right. So later, when Buddy did confess... He said that he lured this woman to his car, knocked her unconscious with a crowbar, handcuffed her, drove away, 20 miles east of Seattle, strangled her, spent the entire night fucking her corpse, dumped her in a river. He then went back to the alley where he took her from. Mm-hmm. And in the very midst of the major crime scene investigation, while the cops were out there looking for the murderer, he went to the area where he knew one of her shoes had been left. Okay. Picks up a shoe, found one of her earrings that she lost in an adjoining parking lot, and walked away with the evidence right in front of the fucking cops, and none of them did a fucking thing. That's fascinating. Please go on. Okay. Isn't that fucking incredible? Well, it's impressive, but I mean, he had to get the evidence, so he had to do something. Well, let me tell you what his day job was at the time. Yeah, what was it? He was working in in Olympia as the assistant director of the Seattle Crime Prevention Advisory Commission. I'm sorry. Easy for you to say. And (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Where he wrote a pamphlet for women on rape prevention. (laughs) Don't get in a car with me. If you see me run, is what (laughs) it said. So- In August 1974, he gets accepted into the Utah Law School, and he moves to Salt Lake City. What do you know? All the murders stop in Washington. Interesting. And he gets there, and he figures out he's too stupid for this school, and he basically fails out after one year. But during that time, a new string of homicides begin. He's having a field day because he's going to three different states. He's going to Utah, Colorado, and Idaho. He doesn't get arrested until 1975, Carl. Right. This is like a year of murders. This guy's going on a spree. They caught him in a car because uh, cops thought he was driving suspiciously. They found masks, gloves, rope, and a crowbar handcuffs in his car. Mm -hmm. And he was like, eh, you know, what do you want me to tell you? They had no evidence that he did anything, but now he's under suspicion and they start investigating him. It's hard when they can't find the bodies to do anything about these types of things. But here's the thing. They're finding bodies all over the place. Mm, so that's the They're problem. finding the bodies in Washington at this point. Okay. 
There's investigations going on in all of these states. So now he's a suspect for the very first time. He sells his car to try to get rid of evidence. Okay. The cops fucking go get it from the guy he sold it to and start sweeping it. They find a little bit more evidence. And the car was identified in an attempted abducting of a woman named Carol Durange, yeah. who, by the way, Carl, she's hot. Is she? You want to see a picture of yeah. her? The, he had a type. The one that got away, huh? Let's Where see. is it? Where are you, Carol? Where? She has yeah. a, uh, a Tiffany Amber Thiessen thing going. Oh, uh, yeah. Kind of a big nose, though. Yeah, she's not as perfect as our Tiffany. No. She's no, she's no pumpkin head. She's no pumpkin head. So all I want to say is he gets arrested for this. Yep. Now, this woman identifies him for attempting to abduct her. Sure. He goes to trial for this. Yep. He gets sentenced to a year to a five and a half years in prison. During this time, they start charging him with these other crimes in Colorado. Okay. So they send him to a jail in Colorado, and they start to try him for murder. He was a law student, so he wants to aid in his own defense. Mm -hmm. He uses the law library in the court yep. to, you know, research. Of course. He used it to jump out the fucking window. Yeah, second story window. Second story window. Gone for six days on the lam. Yep. They catch him, bring him back. Then he's in jail for like another year. He's actually winning his case. Like okay. he's going to be acquitted of the murder that he's being charged of. Okay. He's on the trail. But during this time, he decides that what he's going to do is start using uh, tools to cut a hole in the ceiling of his cell and squeeze through the metal bars. He dropped 35 pounds during this time. Yep. Waits till New Year's Eve, goes out through the ceiling, through the place into the apartment of the jailer that was at the jail, mm -hmm. who was out with his wife that night. Sure. Puts on street clothes, and he's fucking off. Yeah. They didn't know he was gone for 17 hours. Right. By the time they figured out that he was even gone, he was from Denver, Colorado to Chicago. Nothing creepy about this so far, I have to say. This is all just pretty cool shit. Well, aside from the rape and murder stuff, that's not great. I didn't get so graphic in it, but he did I mean, He did <laughs> yeah. a lot of horrible, horrible Everyone things. Everyone knows what he did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he's on the lamb now. How does he survive, Carl? His old habits, shoplifting and stealing money and credit cards from women's wallets left in shopping carts at local grocery stores. Mm. That's right. Ted did the creepiest thing somebody could do. He was stealing their credit cards and using them. Okay. That's very Chad-like behavior, agree Carl. That is very creepy. I agree with that. You can't Maybe. argue. So he ends up in Tallahassee, Florida. We're in January of uh, January 15th of 1978. He snuck into the sorority Chai Omega house. And brutally attacked four women. One of them, he shoved a shampoo bottle into her vagina mm -hmm. and left her for dead. Bashed one woman's head completely open. Yeah. And uh, he got seen, though, because he was leaving the house. He walked out the fucking front door. Sure. Holding a, what looked like a club covered in blood past a girl who was coming home from another party. Mm -hmm. Fucking crazy. Yeah. His last victim was a 12-year-old girl that he stole from her junior high school in Lake City, Florida. Two months later... They found her body, and there was semen stains in the crotch. So, yeah, he uh, raped and murdered a 12-year-old girl and fucked her. Not corpse. Cool. Yeah. I'm against that. Here's what happens with all these chads, Carl. Yeah. They get over their head, right? Mm -hmm. He didn't have a job. He had nothing. He had this weird apartment that he was paying like by the week for. He didn't have the, the rent. He figured the cops were going to find him. He got seen you know, bashing those sorority girls' brains yeah, in. Yeah, sure. So he decides to try to get out of Florida, and he starts heading towards Alabama. And he gets pulled over because he was driving a stolen Volkswagen Beetle. Dumb move. Cop pulls him over. He tries to jump the cop. Okay. And then he runs away. The cop fires two warning shots, almost gets him. He wrestles with the cop. He tries to steal the cop's gun. A whole fucking thing, man. This guy did not want to go down. And either way, he ends up being arrested for all these murders, they trace it back to him because he fucking bit these women's titties and his fucking teeth marks are on him. He couldn't fucking deny that. But he is the creepiest person that has ever lived because he was so fucking charming and good-looking. Even the judge could not yell at him. I would like to show you video of him representing himself in court, Carl. Just past 9.30 this morning, Theodore Bundy entered the court for Judge Coward. Mr. Bundy? Yes, sir. The court wants to talk to you, man. Come up to the bar here. What happened? Excuse me. 
What happened? Where? Amy in the jail? The court was supposed to start at 9 o'clock. I want to tell you something, young man, and I want to tell you clearly and unequivocally so you understand. This court is not going to follow your schedule. This court is going to set the time when we convene and when we do not convene. We're late because of you. The court has already found you in contempt of this court. Be forewarned. I'm not tolerating any more of this. Is there any question in your mind? Perhaps the court can tell me how I can hold the jail in contempt and, and the... Uh... You can quit breaking lights and stuffing toilet paper in a lock. That's how you can not hold them in contempt. <laughs> what I'm saying to you, Your Honor, is I'm laboring under conditions which are causing me stress which this court is not aware of. The conditions imposed upon me by the day count He's stuffing shit into the locks. by the system, I think, to, to coerce me, to wear me down. Since I have been in Dade County, I've been allowed to... Don't shake your finger at me, young man. Don't shake your finger at me, young man. Of one and one half hours. That's fine. You can shake it at Mr. Haggard. He probably probably deserves it better than you. He's cracking jokes. This railroad train may be running, Your Honor, but if I want to get off, I'll get off. If I need to demonstrate to the court that there are things happening outside this courtroom, they're influencing and affecting me. There comes a time when I just have to say, whoa. If you say whoa, I'm going to be using spurs and overcome that whoa. Giddy at that's the word. You bet. <laughs> and this court is going to proceed on schedule. Bless your heart. I just hope you stay with us. And if you don't, we'll miss you. All right? What? So what was the guy's name? Judge Coward? Yeah, Judge why, Coward. Why isn't he more brave? Why isn't he more brave or something? Good one. No, but dude, <clears throat> he's stuffing the fucking jailhouse locks with shit to make it so he's late for court. And this judge is like, well, partner, yeah. I wish you luck. We're going to keep going on without you. He's shaking his finger at the judge. And then he starts shaking his finger at the lawyer. And the lawyer's like, oh, he shakes his finger at me sometimes, too. Oh, These yeah, people were fucking him. charmed to shit by yeah, this guy. All the, all the reaction shots. It was like showing like a comedy club reaction shot. People are laughing and having a good old time. Two drink minimum in there, I think. Oh, my God. It's good stuff. Is that your presentation for today, Vinny? Can we no. move on now? Come on. No. Really? More? I just want to point out, okay. 21 stolen credit cards. I got They strapped him to an electric chair in 1989. Fuck him. I guess. I fucked up. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So I decided to bring in a Chad for the creepiest Chad. That's right. No, I am presenting you to you Chad Zumach. And listen, the only reason why I'm presenting this to you, I had no idea how long of a list there was for Chad's arrest record. Now, I want to say this. This is all public documents that were found online. These were crimes committed by a guy named Chad Zumach who lives in Ohio. I don't know if it's the exact Chad Zumach in every instance or not. I don't know if Chad's just not very famous or if he does a really good job scrubbing the internet. It is kind of hard to find a lot of stuff. And I do know that he's told me to take down Reddit threads and things. So I think he is pretty diligent about getting information taken out. Like, there were links to videos, people talking about Chad, that were all gone. I think that Chad is very active at getting things taken down. Hmm. So it's not easy to find all the stuff that he's been up to, but I did find quite a list here. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to present to you dates and crimes. Now, the dates might be the date that he was uh, actually arrested. It might be the date that he was convicted or pleaded it. I'm not exactly sure on all of these, all right, Vinny? But it gives us an idea of around the time that these things happen so we can see the life of creepy Chad Zumach play out before us. Even I'm fascinated by this, and now I'm mad. It all goes back to September 10th, 1993, where he was arrested for violating a temporary protection order or anti-stalking protection order. Violating TPO. So he's already got, I mean, how old is the guy? He's probably in high school at this time. Maybe he's just out of high school. How old were you in 93? I was in high school in 93. I was 11. In April 18th, 1996, felony theft. November 26th, 1998, felony burglary. December 4th, 1998, criminal trespassing. January 15th, 2000, breaking and entering and theft. May 10th, 2002, 
suspended OI or expired OI. I think that's like a, a registration or, or a license or something. Uh, July 19, 2003, menacing by stalking. That's creepy behavior. So that one from 98 to 2003 you had five relatively good years there. Uh, no, 2000 was breaking and entering and theft. 2002 was the suspended license. 2003, menacing by stalking. All right. July 21st, 2003. This, this uh, 2003 was something else. Uh, two, burglary felony second degree. Then September 23rd, 2003, TPO or anti-stalking protection order violation again. A lot of people do not want Chad stalking them. Myself included. Hey, Chad. We're buddies. Uh, January 23rd, 2008. I, I just want you to know. I just want you to know something before you keep going with yeah. that. That part of the reason why I did pick Ted Bundy is because I knew he would end up seeing this and it would drive him crazy to see a poll who's creepier, Ted Bundy or Chad <laughs> So, in a way, you're welcome, everybody. Okay. All right. I, I think you just came up with that now, but I'll still give it to you. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> All right, so um, in 2000, all right, so now fast forward five years. He, not a lot happened between 03 and 08. And in 2008, in January, he did get his first OVI, which is like a DUI in Ohio. It's like operated vehicle while under the influence, something like that. So that was his first one. In On December 29, 2011, public intoxication, which was a misdemeanor, November 30th, 2012, this was the big one. This was his second OVI. This is the one that got him booted from the Alan Cox show. They did not, they found a way to get out of their contract with Chad once he was arrested for his second uh, driving while under the influence. And actually, I can read to you from uh, Cleveland.com. Chad Zumach was found passed out in his car on a Lake Avenue, I'm sorry, was found passed out in his car on Lake Avenue after hitting a tree at 3.18 a.m. He had been traveling along Lake below the speed limit, according to police reports. He refused a breathalyzer test when officers spoke with him. Zumach was charged with drunken driving, failure to control, and a seatbelt violation, and was released after posting bond. Hmm. So it sounds like he went uh, nighty nights while driving home. I hope he was okay. He seems like he was all right. Does he, though? No, not at <laughs> okay. all. Because that really started the decline for this guy. Once he lost his gig on the radio, he has been... Uh, Is that what got him fired? Yes. He's been struggling quite a bit since then. I'll, I'll just put it that way. February 15, 2014, driving without What do you place. think struggling more? Chad's career? Place. Chad's career or, or actual terrestrial radio? Which one do you think is struggling more? <laughs> They're both worse? doomed. Both are donezo. Okay. But one of them I have fond memories of. One of them we can all go, yeah, but I had to run, right? Trusted radio was cool for a minute. You make a point. Uh, August 6, 2014, uh, physical control while under the influence. October 7th, 2015, theft misdemeanor in the first degree. January 17, 2019, theft of between $500 and $5,000, a misdemeanor. And then, of course, so this was all in Ohio. Now we got to fast forward down, down in Tampa, November 8th, 2020. Fraudulent use of a credit card. That's where he's stealing credit cards from his buddies at the gym mm-hmm. and going on little shopping sprees and grabbing lunch and getting some booze. When does it go on the murder rape spree? Well, I have a feeling that uh, the next time I'm in Tampa, <laughs> that'll be when that happens. <laughs> so I present to you. I was I was shocked at this rap sheet, man. Holy crap! This guy gets in the trouble with the law quite a bit. You know, man, it's he is one a of those creep. Great things about stand up comedy. They don't do background checks. It's great. No, they don't. But every other job does, which is why Chad doesn't have any other job. <laughs> it's kind of a problem. So oh, man. there it is. Uh, my presentation for the creepiest Chad. Go to our subreddit to vote for who you thought brought the. Creepiest Chad this week on The Creep Off. It's Ted fucking Bundy. And right. make Carl spin the wheel. All right. Um, so you-, you came to see me the other night, by the way. I'm still waiting for the video from Cindy. Ah, yes, I did. Uh, Vinny fulfilled his consequence. I worked a shift, man. Yep, you were making some pickled pizza. I have uh, video evidence of it. It, that was disgusting, dude. I smelled it and I wanted to puke. It's not a great thing. It's it's, it's what a great. terrible fucking idea. Cindy but, was very nice. I asked her, I go, was, was this your idea? She she wouldn't even take ownership. She's like, no, I didn't want some. Okay, I'm like, good, good. I, I want to say this, though. The people at uh, Rhino's Pizza in Webster, New York, are very, very nice. Dude, they were so nice. How funny was that when... They, 
they were asking me why you were working there and what I had to do with it. And I was explaining that it's a consequence. And like, yeah, but I work here. Why is it a consequence? Like, well, yeah, I know. I mean, don't take it personally, but. I mean, look at all of you. <laughs> no, you're there all it was nice. so insulting. <laughs> I said, and one lady who was like doing dishes and stuff was like, "What do you mean it's a consequence to work?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Lady, come on, <laughs> yeah, come on, come on." Either way, they're great people. Yes, God bless we'll, we'll them get a all. Video put I'm, together. And I'm going to tell you something else. I'm going to eat pizza there whenever I can. All right, except for that pickled shit. Yeah, they have regular pizza too. I got good pizza while I was there, so that was good. Yeah, I made it for you, by the way. <sighs> Are you ready? For the next segment of our show. Carl, I couldn't be more ready if you wanted me to be. Who are these creepos? That's right. It's time for Who Are These Creepos on The Creep Off, presented by The Creep Off. And why do we do this, Vinny? Because we're petty and we're assholes. And we don't just have the best true crime show on the internet. We have to prove it. We want to prove it. We can't wait to prove it. And today, I found a true crime show. Holy shit. This one came in. I just want to start by saying before you say anything, when I saw the title of this, I was legitimately angry at you. You're not going to like this. This one came in on the Discord. It was a suggestion from EMT Wallet. And this is a show. Now, the YouTube channel is called True Crime Time ASMR. Let's go ahead and get started. Let's play the first clip here. Oh, this woman's mouth is wet. Is that it? Let's listen. To, let's check it oh, out. Oh, that wasn't the first clip. You got the video? Oh, I've got the video. Let's switch over here. Let's do it. Hi, guys. Welcome back to True Crime Time ASMR. I'm Nicole. Thank you so much to everyone. All right, so this ASMR thing where she's rubbing the microphone, she's whispering, her her mouth is so wet, just so much lip smacking and whatever else is going on there. Usually I enjoy those noises coming from women. God, not not my thing. But what really turned me off about this, so this is an episode called the BDSM Treehouse Killer uh, about Julia Enright, and um, it takes so long. I get the whispering thing, but why is it so slow? Play my next track here. I don't wanna. Please consider subscribing to the channel. I post two times a week. <laughs> too many finger quotes. I yeah, like that. why is she doing On finger quotes Monday for two times a week? <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> okay. Is this supposed to like turn you on or something? What's going on, Vinny? What's what's the deal with this? I'd be very interested to see the numbers on this. I'm sure I'd be appalled. Well, this video, this YouTube channel has like 16,000 subscribers. All right, let's play. uh, Let's get into the story, though. 16,000? Vinny, this is a true crime show. Let's get into the story. Let's go. I'm excited. Let's learn something. All right. Two weeks later, a jogger. In New Hampshire, right near the border of Massachusetts and New Hampshire, he found Brandon's remains, unfortunately. (laughs) Could you imagine listening to this show for real? I feel like Mo in that scene of The Simpsons was like, I'm better than dirt. I got her. Our show has to be better than this. Yeah, right. Like 60,000. Oh, my Christ. All right. I just have one more clip uh, because I couldn't take it. It's just so slow and painful and awful to listen to in every single way. Does she, is her name Chad by any chance? <laughs> she might win. Vote. Yeah. I'll put her in the ballot. Um, all right. Yeah. Let's. Um, Let's hit this last clip because she's trying to tell the story about this treehouse. There, this person was murdered in this treehouse, and just the way she presents this is just unlistenable. First of all, there was a treehouse that was not on the Enright property. It was actually owned by their neighbor, but the neighbor didn't really use it. 
Why the and fuck is she treating area. the microphone like a monkey trying to pick so lice off the other monkey's back? When they searched the treehouse, they found blood on the stairs leading up. They found blood under the treehouse and blood on the floor of the treehouse. All right. I'm sorry, Vinny. I have to start you should presenting. apologize. I have to start presenting my creeps this way, okay? Here we go. Chad Sumak is a really unfunny comic who also has a pretty large criminal record that I researched for us. Yeah, the, the touching the microphone thing is super obnoxious. So when I go back and I post the audio version of this, that's what I'm going to play instead of everything you read. <laughs> I'm just going to play that. <laughs> Motherfucker. So I don't. I think I've made my case on this one, Vinny. Oh, we're better than Normally this. Normally I bring a few more clips to really drive it home, but I, I think we all get the point. You can't even possibly listen to her tell a story. It takes so fucking long. She leaves in every goddamn detail. Oh, the treehouse was, wasn't actually on their property, but it was close to their property. It was actually on the other property, but they, the people in that property didn't really care if it was on their property. Holy shit. If you're going to do a story and talk this slowly, leave out some of those details out. Get to the fucking point. Disgusting. All right. You ready for some voicemails? Yeah, let's do it. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. Syracuse, as featured in the Pixar film, Wally. See you in Syracuse. All right, Carl. I, uh, I didn't get that joke. I don't watch... Disney cartoons? Yeah, well, he's married now, and I'm sure that his wife made him watch that. What is the joke, though? What does it mean? I mean, the place is like a uh, a shithole. Or garbage. Like, just the world went into become a giant garbage dump, and humanity had to leave. Oh, is that what that's about? Yeah, yeah. So, uh... <laughs> what a fun children's movie. It's a lesson about conservation. Of course it is. Oh, oh, sorry, Vinny. This is... I'm just creating my Reddit account to vote for you, because that fucking cunt spent my weekend in florida with christy mayer and kumia mailed it in this fucking week vinny winny people's champ he's right i did not mail it in i found a great story believers that was a terrible story it's a great story okay oh bitch 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 here's uh, another thought on last week's episode so let me get this straight charles creep just made a banging youtube video (laughs) all right Real chainsaw prank gone wrong. Yeah, and Vinny's creep was a lesbian. <laughs> All right, I'm voting for Vinny. Yeah, it's that simple. What an asshole. Uh, okay. Here's a suggestion for WATC. Hey, it's Sergio from Providence. Um, you know, last week's episode, you revisited the vanished, and I agree. Cho fucking sucks. But if you're going to start revisiting things, I think maybe we should bring Patty Seacups in for the WATC. You know, it's true crime or yeah. scary stories podcast, whatever it is. Lots of material there, I'm sure. Bye. Good idea, sir. Yeah, Noted. Carl's going to have that in his back pocket for the next time he's lazy. Noted. Thank you. Uh, so Fucking lazy. All I do is add additional segments to the show. I, I do more and more prep. <laughs> dare you okay uh we're gonna be doing a bonus episode on friday right yes we are well here's a suggestion hey Vinny. hey carl uh vietnam true believer here <clears throat> um but man i fucking love your fucking predator poacher fucking just catching these fucking sick fucks trying to pick up on little girls i'm sitting here watching these fucking these videos and it's so fucking sick to watch these bastards just fucking squirm while they're getting caught up so please please do some more fucking predator poachers just anything i live for this shit i'm with you buddy on his attic while he's calling us right now what is going on in the background he must be (laughs) moving boxes and shit he must He's installing be. a refrigerator? What's what's happening over there? Well, good news, everybody. We're going to do some Predator Poachers coming up this week, and I believe I got a good Alex Rosen video. So. Okay, very good. All right. So, so that'll uh, be one of the segments, right? We'll also do... Uh, oh, I got some great stories, some stories lined up. Yep. Awesome. I got some great stories lined up. It's going to be a great banger of a bonus episode. Love so it. Stay tuned for that Friday. Hey, guys. I was listening to your episode a couple weeks ago, and you mentioned uh, professional wrestlers. Uh fighting matches against little kids. It's not a bad idea, but someone much more famous than you guys thought of it first. Oh, no. Uh, I could have just been parallel thinking, 
but uh, I figured you should know. R.I.P. Chris Benoit. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, nice. That was that was a lopsided match. It really For was sure. not great. Yeah, it was not great. <laughs> so, Carl, I have an email that came in. Okay. From uh, a good friend of the show, Mr. Magenta. Oh, I love Mr. Magenta. I don't know. He does some great song parodies. He certainly does, but this is not a uh, song parody. This is what the email says. Dear Vinny, please re- give this to Carl for the next episode of The Creep Off. Somehow, Podcast Hitman did a song recording in prison. Whoa! And sent it to me of all people. That's awesome. Not sure how he was able to pull it off, but I totally authorized you to play this for Carl on the show. <laughs> all right. So uh, here is uh, the song that apparently... Podcast hip. I didn't know he's a musician. That's awesome. Oh, this is That's uh, great. Yeah, you're gonna love it. <laughs> I wanna fuck Jen like an animal. <laughs> Feel the jingles from the inside. I wanna fuck Jen like an animal. You get me closer to Carol. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> All right, that's terrible. my wife. Um, yeah, podcast hitman, good stuff, buddy. Uh, well Keep those done. songs coming. Thanks, podcast hitman. It's finally, it's nice to have you contributing to the show again. Yes, it's been a while. Twice in three weeks. It's Very amazing. Good. You know, I actually feel like you always do the song parody contest for uh, WATP. Maybe we should do a podcast hitman song parody oh, contest. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's not uh, bad. Send us your creep off. Uh, Podcast him and song parodies. Do it. That is an order. Uh, any if more you, voicemails, Carl? If you no, I don't have any. If you could work in anything from that letter into the lyrics of uh, the song, bonus points for that. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Uh, I guess that means it is time for a scum parade, Carl. You gonna hit it? Well, me too. Scum parade. Take me on a raid of these fuck raids that these creeps have made. Scum Parade, Vinny and Carl gonna tell you about some fuck shit. Scum Parade, like stories of a kid fucked by his mom or dad, soaking up the blood of a cat. Scum Parade. Sue, 59, and Martin Waters, 61, were enjoying a sunny holiday in Greece when their security camera detected a gloved man coming onto their property in Andover, Hampshire, in England, Carl. Yes. Now, the footage which I'm about to show you, did you watch the footage? I did, yeah. Oh, get this lady off the screen. Yeah, she's awful to look at and listen to and oh, know man, about. Oh, man, it go? Here it is. Awful in every single way. There we go. Now... The footage shows him decanting a plastic bottle of mystery liquid around the entrance before returning. Yeah, so this is him talking about ASMR. It's just crazy. Everyone's got a camera on their front door now, and these idiots still just go up and just break the law right in front of the camera. And then he comes back and drops a turd on the doorstep. Dude, he was there for four hours. (laughs) He was there for four hours just like pouring pee and cat shit all over the place. Here he comes back and he's rubbing shit out of her car. Yeah. Four hours going back and forth with foul substances, unaware he was being filmed. How crazy. That's dedication, man. That's, you know, he's putting in a whole shift. The couple originally feared the liquid being poured in their home was petrol. They were afraid that the guy was going to burn down their house. Yeah, I like so they send their kids there to go check it out. Would you please make sure our home isn't on fire? Yeah, and light a candle. I'm not sure if we paid the electric bill. It became apparent the mystery substance was urine. Yes, it he was. He was pouring urine through the letterbox of the house. Good prank. <laughs> pretty funny stuff. It's good prank. <laughs> yeah, pretty good joke. It's like uh, <laughs> doing the lemon thing on a windshield. It's either that, pour the cat... Through the, I mean, this is amazing. It's a good bet. It's we a can good both bet. Admit, yeah. Police say they would not investigate the incident as it is an ongoing dispute where both parties have made complaints this and they will take further action if criminal offenses identified. This is my favorite part. The cops are like, yeah, we don't care. Like, no, we have the video. He's doing this. He's smearing cat shit on my car. He's putting piss in my house. They're like, yeah, we don't, we don't care. Based the, I love that. I wish more cops were just like, yeah, whatever. Here's more of Carl's libertarian bullshit. <laughs> it's hilarious, don't you think? 
By the way, it's legal to, to smear cat shit on cars in the UK. Can we add this to the wheel? Fly to London and smear yes, I, I want to smear cash in cars in London. I'd rather do that than give podcast hitman money. At least right. I get to go to London. Yes. Oh, shit, Carl. So either way, <laughs> no further criminal actions being taken in relation to this, inter- I love it. Uh, this incident. Police have inspected the car and the property and said there's no damage. Yeah. This doesn't meet the standards for criminal prosecution, they told him. Yeah, don't waste our time with this. Oh, I love it. It's great. Hey, Carl. I got a male nurse. Oh, yes, you do. Ugh. Fun story. A couple months ago, by the way. Here's a creep update. We did a story about a guy at the Shore Winds down in Rochester. Yeah. Who uh, was molesting patients. Yep. And a uh, local guy. Turns out Gabe, our showroom manager here at Comedy mm-hmm. at the Carlson, mm-hmm. was on the jury. Oh, no shit. Guilty. Well done, Gabe. <laughs> Well done. Shout out to Gabe. How do you not get out of jury duty? Does, does he hate his job that much he'd rather go to jury duty? I'll tell you what. Yeah. Have you ever sat on a jury before? Oh, really? no. Yeah, no. They, when they start I asking gotta... questions about what type of crime it is, you just go, I had a cousin who died of fraud. Oh, no. I, I'd do something different. i go, I, I hang out with Anthony Kumi. I'm like, okay, this, this must. <laughs> we already, we, we've heard enough. <laughs> that works? Yep. Okay. That's a... W- <laughs> Do you, do you keep your name drop drop to hit when you do it? <laughs> of course. All right. Well, let's go over to another male nurse. Drop! 60-year, one-year-old intensive care unit nurse in Colorado was arrested last week for recording himself sexually assaulting multiple patients over the course of several months. This guy is guilty of being really stupid. Could not be dumber. Could not be dumber what he did. Christopher Peter Lambros was taken into custody on October 25th and charged with three counts of sexual assault involving penetration of a victim unable to consent. Now, police say a colleague allegedly witnessed Lambros conduct told uh, his conduct, told the investigators that she had gone to the intensive care unit to check on a patient and noticed that the lights were off and the curtain was drawn. Mm-hmm. When she pulled back the curtain, she saw the patient who was unconscious. Yeah. And she heard Marvin Gaye was playing, and she got a little suspicious. <laughs> she had her gown pulled up, exposing her breasts, and the bed sheet was pulled out, exposing her genitals. Yeah. The witness said she saw a nurse, who she knew as Chris Lambos, and his head on the patient's stomach with his face towards the patient's feet. With what she believed was his right arm extended, holding what she was sure was an unknown make model cell phone in a black case in a position as if he was taking a selfie picture. Yep. That's always the right thing to do when you're raping someone, especially someone who's unconscious who would never be able to tell on you. Make sure you get some video evidence of it. Get some photographs. Fucking idiots. He was taking a pussy selfie. What an idiot. Hey, look at me. Oh. It's so fucking funny. So the witness says that when Lambro saw her, he dropped his phone and tried to cover her back up ah, before leaving. The witness then reported the encounter to her supervisor. When investigators asked Lambros about the incident, he allegedly claimed he was, quote, I was giving her an injection of uh, blood clots. And come. <laughs> he denied having taken any photos and said he had uh, petty workplace issues with the colleague who claimed to have caught him. Oh, she's always trying to get me in trouble for different shit. Raping the patients. Just another one well, in a long list. Here's the fun part. You got to be pretty bold to think that the cops aren't going to be like, okay, well then give me your phone. Right. That's the problem right there. Yeah. And this guy does not like to part with his photos. Uh, no, he does he not. He loves his videos and his photos. That officer then sees Lambrose's phone saying there was a probable cause that he committed the crime of invasion of privacy for fe- sexual gratification. According to the affidavit, Lambros refused to provide the investigators with a pin to unlock the phone, but they were able to app to able to access it after obtaining a search warrant. Did you guys try one 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 one? So a digital forensic analysis of the photo allegedly revealed photographs and videos of Lambros posing with a number of victims who are unconscious in the hospital setting, as well as Lambros photographing himself sucking out victims' breasts and digitally penetrating the victims. Digitally the, penetrating the victims? Yeah. This guy's older. You'd think it would be analog. I'll let that sit there. That Maybe. ain't funny. I'll let that sit there for everyone. 
<sighs> the data also allegedly showed at least 168 photos and videos that had been deleted from the device mm-hmm. between April 30th and July 9th. What do you think? Those were probably just like birthday parties and stuff? Yeah. I, I heard he went to the zoo one day Sporting on his day events. off. Yeah, yeah. Right. His nephew. <laughs> According to investigators, Lambros on April 30th filmed two videos showing him sucking on the breast of an unknown female and another video from June. Uh, Lambros appears to reference the fictional serial killer Dexter Morgan, who kept a collection of blood samples from each of his trophies. In the video recovered, Lambros could be heard whispering to the camera saying, don't ever get rid of these videos. You'll need to keep them forever. This is your Dexter collection. What a dork. This guy's an idiot and he's, an, and he's a nerd. He's a male nurse, Carl. Yeah. He's a dummy. Gross. Gross. So, Carl... We need a hero. Yes. I have a hero for yes, us. Yes, you do. How, did you not love this story? Uh, listen, I know we're supposed to not like the Russians right now, but I kind of like their policy on this one. They may be turning me around on a few things here. <laughs> You're right. A distraught father who forced his best friend to kill himself when he discovered the man had sexually abused his daughter has been freed from jail after only six months. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> Yakishlav Slava Mastrovov, 35, was jailed for 18 months, but has now been allowed home nearly a year early. Nice. There was a wave of sympathy in Russia for the father who forced child sex abuse abuser Oleg Severidov, 32, to dig his own grave in a forest. Dude, this is a brutal way to get rid of a problem right here. Yeah, you know what the sad thing is? This guy got out of prison like almost a year early, and uh, they already sent him to Ukraine. It was only going to be 18 months anyway. That's the other beauty of this. Re- read what this guy did, because it's fucking insane. I am. I am. The pedophile died soon afterwards following a fight with Slava, who secretly buried his corpse in an unmarked grave. Investigators concluded that Severodev took his own life during the forest fracas in which Slava made clear his fury over the sex abuse. Now, he had apparently abused this man's daughter, who was six years old. Yeah. Upon being released from prison early, the father put... Po- okay, sorry. Again, How with the fucking videotaping of shit. Stop videotaping your crimes, people. Okay. The close friendship broke down when the father found sickening and graphic footage on his friend's mobile phone showing him forcing his daughter to perform a sex act on him. Yeah, imagine that. He's like, oh, dude, I got to show you what happened at the, at the game last night. Come here. And he's flipping through his phone. He's like, oh, that's your daughter blowing me. Sorry. Um, no, here's the photo. This is what I was looking for right There's here. audio in the video that's a, of the woman's Ugh. going, or the little kid going, oh, that's stuff. I can't take it anymore. I want to go home. It's brutal. Uh, Slava. So these guys are buddies. They're, they're like 35 years old. They're best buds. And the guy doesn't realize that his best buddy is making his daughter suck his dick. Yeah. And so he forced him to dig his own grave and kill himself. Yeah. And he's being applauded by the, by the fellow uh, Russians in that community for doing so. So, fuck. Where did it go? I, I think I summed it up pretty well. Yeah, he made him go out <laughs> to the fucking woods, and he was like, fucking dig your own grave. Yeah. Now kill yourself, or I'm going to the police tomorrow. Yep. And then he fucking offed himself, and he fucking threw him right in the grave and fucking covered it up. Unbelievable. And for that, he only got 18 months, and even that was too long. And they're like, no, 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 no. Let this guy out. What, what would you have done? Come on. You know he did the right thing. Can't argue. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Way to go, Russia. Good job, Russia. I don't have a lot to applaud you for these days, but I'll give you that one. <laughs> a California man was arrested early Sunday morning after Bay Area By the police. way, and that's a horrible story, and yeah. I always do feel bad for the victims, but to get that kind of practice and those reps in when you're six years old, she's going to be very popular in high school. Um. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm interrupting you to get that one in. All right, let's keep going, Vinny. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, you're (laughs) the drive killer over there. (laughs) A California man was arrested early Sunday morning after Bay Area police found him hiding in a woman's closet. Benicia Police Department officers responded to a 2.45 a.m. call from a woman who reported hearing noises coming from her bedroom. Dispatcher stayed on the phone with her until the officers arrived. When officers arrived, they found the subject hiding in a closet in possession of a folding knife, a roll of duct tape... And a razor blade. Not, yeah. It's not really a, a, a folding knife. It's a razor blade, yeah. a straight-up fucking box cutter. Box cutter. Um, so I'm very confused by this story, Vinny. Okay. Obviously, it's terrifying to have that guy be hiding in your closet. But 
how did he not get out of there before the cops got there? How much time transpired? This is, it's quarter to three in the morning. She hears something, so she makes a phone call. He knows what's going on. The cops show up and he's still there. What's he doing? What's I, the, and, and since when do police actually show up for, there's a weird sound coming out of my closet? That's the other thing that doesn't make sense. But like, all right, we'll, we'll check it out. Let us know. Timothy Allen Allison was arrested after a brief struggle with authorities. Right. Which, he, was he like put, laying carpet in there? Was he using the box cutter to trim it against the wall? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know what he's going on, but the duct tape was probably not great. I have a feeling he was upset. Maybe they locked him in the closet. Maybe she like put something on the outside so he couldn't get out of the closet. That would be cool. But they should have put that in the story. Yeah, I mean, it was it, that wasn't said. I mean, this story is confusing to me, Vinny. Don't you agree? Yeah. It seems like there's more to it than this. It's still pretty fucking traumatizing. Yeah. Check your closets right now. Seriously. And look under your bed, too, because there's, there's a guy with a box cutter there as well. It might be Chad Zumach looking for your credit cards. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're, if you're me, it might be Chad Zumach in your closet. Oh, man. Are we going to name this episode Zumacht? Is how <laughs> we're going to have to fucking call this shit. Oh, you, you hear my new stinger that I got? Let's do it. It's time to mock Zumach. Perfect. Cardiff killing it. I love it when everything's just on the nose. <laughs> yep. Doesn't need any explanation. Yep. Nailed it's it. Perfect. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be back on Friday with a bonus episode. That was the Scum Parade. We're going to be able to get our bonus us. episodes. Man. Patreon and Supercast, Very ladies good. and gentlemen. You know what? I have been told, and uh, I've, I've been working with uh, some people to go through all my messages. I'm really sorry that I don't get back to people all that often, so we're working on that right now. But as I'm getting these messages now coming in, uh, people have a hard time finding the creep off on Patreon. I think we're shadow banned. There is some weird thing going on. Because if you type, like, it doesn't autofill. It's hard to find. Anyway, my point is this. Go to our website. Click the link. If you're looking for us on Patreon and you can't find us. Thecreepoff.com. Yes, thecreepoff.com. Yeah. Please check that out. And uh, it has all your links to uh, Patreon, Supercast, obviously, our Reddit to vote. It's yep. all right there on our website. Maybe we should start saying that at the front of the show. Yeah, we probably should. And also, if people aren't familiar with Patreon, the way that it works is when you sign up using the Patreon app, you actually get a RSS line of code that you can put into whatever you use to listen to podcasts. Correct. So it just automatically comes into your player, and you just listen to it with whatever you normally use. You don't have to use a separate app. You know, you just have to use Patreon that one time, and then you're good to go from there. That is correct. All you have to do is take that line of code and put it in the search bar of whatever podcast player yep. you use, and it'll take you right to us. Yes. Correct. So, a couple so it's, of a people- pretty, it's a pretty nice thing. Supercast does the same thing. Yep. So it's not like I, you have to, now i got to download this other app, and i got to do this other thing. Like You could literally never use the app. Do it one time on your computer. Call it a day. Yeah. But uh, we do appreciate the support. You guys are the greatest. Uh, we'll be reading some super chats in just a minute. Oh, yeah. So, super chat Monday. Yes, for the very first time. So right. uh, let's end the show. Let's do it. May your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures. Ciao, Bella. All right, we got any uh, super chats? I think we do, buddy. I'm going to pull this screen over here so we can start at the beginning. Looks like we got a couple here for the very first time. Let's see. (laughs) Tucker Dixon says we're late. The first one says from Tucker Dixon, how do I pop these over? Hmm. Not in that, I don't think. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, Tucker Dixon says we're late. Yep. Kinky Loco, Super Chat Monday. Thank you, Kinky. Thank you for the t- uh, two bucks. Uh, get your and- shirt together. Get your shirt together. From uh, Cutting Sam. Yep, yep. And our boy Weege. Oh, Weege. $10. Thank you. Add one vote for Vinny on every show until I could vote somewhere that isn't a cesspool. Also, excellent category choice for election week, King of Marketing. <laughs> Whoops, yeah, we kind of missed one there, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely. Uh, uh, why do I ask you? I should just be in charge. Oh, look at Tricky Dicky with twenty bucks. Thank you. 
And that one's to you, Carl. All right. Hey, Carl, remember when you first started doing WATP Patreon live streams? You used a straw to drink from your glass. You weren't at a restaurant, bro. That was disturbing to look at. Thanks for not doing that anymore. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> and I guess that is the have end. You, have you ever used a straw for a cocktail at home, Minnie? I do that. No. Oh. It's, straws are nice. You're crazy. <laughs> All, right. All right. That's it. I won't do that ever again. We'll be back next week. Well, we'll be back on Friday. We'll see you then. Yep. Thanks for the super chats, guys. Adios. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Good gear.